All right, everyone. Devaney Schumacher here, and I'm taking the head honcho seat today and kind of interviewing our friend, Encore Garg. So Uh-oh. I know. Nice to have you, Encore, on the other side of the table. I, I didn't know what the view on this side would be like. It's a little scary. <laughs> right? Right? You have no idea what's coming. No idea. No, no. So why don't you give everyone a little bit of a background about you, what you've done in the industry, and uh, just kind of where you've been. It feels nice to just throw that back on me, right? Right? Okay. I know. So, we want all the nitty gritty. So I guess I, I started in the industry in 2011, mm-hmm. and uh, someone had approached me to design a logo and a label, and I'd never done it before, but being a graphic designer, I was like, I'm up for the challenge. Let's see how this goes. So I ran into a GNC store, and I studied every label I could find, and I taught myself how to make supplement fax panels from scratch. Nice. Um, I think Mike wouldn't necessarily approve the way I did it back then. There was no CFR 101 involved there, yeah, I'm but sure. It, it was pretty close. It was pretty <laughs> close. And... Um, you know, long behold, I uh, I jumped into CPG with uh, both feet, and the uh, the brand kind of blew up. Mm-hmm. And then I got involved in a bunch of other brands. And after I exited in seventeen, I decided that I was going to retire and never work again. But uh, <laughs> Sean uh, Sean wasn't having it. He was like, "You need to fly to Pittsburgh." And um, I'm like, "No, I'm not moving to Pittsburgh, Sean. Yeah. It's like not happening." Yeah. But um, you know, it was like a scene from The Godfather. He uh, took me out to dinner, slipped me a napkin with the number on it, and was like. <laughs> Damn, I'm moving to Pittsburgh. This, uh, this is terrible. Yeah, nice, good, good. It wasn't. It wasn't the. Do you want to work for me? Circle yes or no. <laughs> no, no. Um, but I do <laughs> was remember. It like a love note. <laughs> but I do remember being in here. Uh, Back then, this used to be the office, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I think you were like, do you work here yet? And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> what, what's going on here? Something's <laughs> plotting. Yeah, definitely something was. So, all right. So, great. So, I guess, you know, since you've been around, right, your bit, your your main focus and skill set is ambassadors and graphic design and, and marketing and um, and you know a lot about these brands. You're obviously, you were a brand owner at one point and, uh, you know, you did a lot there. So, since we have Amazon now and we have Walmart and all these big box companies and you can buy supplements anywhere, like what are your top tips for brick and mortar stores of bringing customers in, marketing to their customers, you know, and continuing that base of customer to walk in their door? That's a good question. Uh, okay. So if you're a retailer and you're not doing the basics, that's something you got to fix, right? So you got to still go around to the gyms and the local businesses and drop off flyers and network and introduce yourself. Um, I think where a lot of retailers right now are failing is that they're not jumping into social media with both feet, mm-hmm. right? You have to get involved with the community. You have to do cross-marketing events with other local businesses. And you have to take advantage of the fact that there's free sampling. I don't think enough businesses showcase their sampling events. Right. Like if they had a, a video of someone trying out a sample and then making a purchase because they like the sample, I think that would go so much further than them, you know, just having like a date of an event. Right. They they forget that there's a, a pre event marketing, but there's also post event marketing. Mm-hmm. So let's ask about that. So I think sometimes people, you know, they get a little overwhelmed on social media. They see really, really great videos and, and high quality products, but yet maybe they can't afford that. So what is what is the, the thought process there? Can you take a video with an iPhone and, you know, what are, what are your thoughts on the quality of products that are to be put out there from store owners? I think the reality is something's better than nothing, Mm -hmm. right? And, I mean, to be honest, if a customer walks into your store, you probably have a great pitch, 
right? I mean, yeah. you went into business for a reason. <laughs> just put that pitch on an iPhone video or your Android phone and just throw it on social Yeah, and, yeah. and watch what happens. I mean, you got to start somewhere, yeah. right? Uh, I mean, if someone wanted to start a podcast and they were like, on day one, this has to be the most professional looking thing. I mean, they're probably never going to start. No. Right? You got to you gotta crawl, then you can learn to walk, and then you can start running once you've got some experience under your belt. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So so since you've been around and you've seen a lot of people and you've seen a lot of businesses, like, what are some of the crazy things out there that you, you've come across? Like, people have asked or done or you've seen at some of these shows. Are we talking retail? Are we talking brand? Where are we going? Well, let's talk about, like, brand owners or even company owners. Like, what are some of the some of the craziest things that you've seen at shows or some of the oh, coolest boy. things that you've seen people do at expos or events or, or demonstrations? Well, let me tell you, right? 2013, I went to my first expo. Mm-hmm. It was the Arnold. And it was the most boring thing I'd ever seen in my entire life. There were these giant bodybuilders sitting behind a six-foot <laughs> folding table. No table cover, just a six-foot folding table. Like we're at a, bar- a family barbecue, right? Right. And a giant stack of signature cards and then like signing a signature card while people are waiting in line and then leaning over to like do that, the signature pose where they like get to flex their bicep. <laughs> and then that was it. That was the whole show. I couldn't believe it. And I come from a world where like, you know, there's CES and there's like all these massive expos and Comic-Con that I've seen in New York. And uh, I came from a, a background where I was a DJ and I did events for, you know, kind of a portion of my career. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's no music. How, how does this even work with the music? There's yeah. no entertainment for someone in line. So I, I think when you know when you ask me the word crazy, that was crazy. Yeah. Right. So, circa um, September 2013, we did our first expo with our brands, and you know we had a DJ, we had like a dance booth, we had like all the types of things that you would want to see. Pretty much everything you see the brands doing now. So yeah. I mean, you're welcome to Bang, you're welcome to the, a couple other brands out there that I see at the shows that have all like the hot girls dancing yeah. and the DJs and all that stuff. Um, you know, I did start that, so I'm going to go ahead and claim that one. Yeah, one of our ex-ambassadors is a bang girl. She's okay. pretty cool, yeah. She's, she must be getting her. paid real well right now because <laughs> those, guys, those guys are taking care of their people. Yeah. But, uh, I think the craziest thing I've ever seen was when someone proposed to Paige Hathaway seriously with an actual ring at the show. Like legitimately wow. an actual, oh, someone else brought a, a pizza box. That was wait, creative. Wait, 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 <laughs> Like a real ring? Like a real ring. I, I don't think it was worth more than like two, $3,000, but like he shot a shot. Like, but still, two went, or $3,000. He waited three hours in line for his, for his shot <laughs> and he went nuts. for it. And uh, I mean, Paige was such a pro. She was so good at it. She was just like, you know, let's take this picture and let's hang out. And like she followed him back on Instagram and um, it was interesting. But the pizza box guy, he was real creative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Talk to me about this. Like, what Well, happened? she's a pizza fanatic, right? Mm, so, mm-hmm. I mean, it's all over her social and stuff like that. Yeah. So this dude was like, listen, I'm not going to bring you a ring. I'm just going to bring you a box of pizza. <laughs> and she was like, this is the cutest <laughs> thing anyone's ever done. That's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, we did have a couple stalkers. Stalkers yeah. were interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty crazy. Like this woman came to our office in Jersey City and broke through the security walls. Wow. Actual glass. Like <laughs> broke through the glass, hopped through, knocked out a security guard, ran up the stairs to our office and was like demanding to be let into the office. That's nuts. And then when the, when the cops came, she pulled a gun. <laughs> from from the cops. I mean, I don't know what happened after that, but that was pretty crazy. That is crazy. Um, Better watch out, huh? I know. I mean, other brands, uh, I know brands that uh, aren't necessarily truthful in their marketing, mm-hmm. right? They're going to say things like, uh, you know, this is the before and after, but it was really one of like my before and afters with mm-hmm. our clients and testimonials. And I was like, what are you doing? Like doing stuff like that. And people know the difference between authenticity and, and a lack thereof. Yeah. And um, I think 
that surprised me the most in the industry. Like that it was so easy to to fake it if you didn't have it. Yeah. But then if you did have it, you know, people would just line up in drones to follow you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess, you know, to get a little bit more serious of a question. So you Wait, know, that you, wasn't a serious question? Yeah, that was. But, you know, we'll get more serious. So obviously you're a brand owner. Um, and then and you came to us, right? We, we actually manufactured product for you. Give me and- protein. <laughs> we need protein. I'm, I'm sick of selling fat burners. Yeah, right. And so I guess, you know, from, you know, from that experience, right, learning to know, like, what kind of company we are and uh, what you were selling, like, what was your best experience through us? And then maybe what was a challenge through us that maybe you didn't understand or, you know, where did it lead you down the road to eventually come work for us? Or what did you see the value in what SDC was providing for you? So uh, I think in true cocky encore fashion, Mm -hmm. I asked uh, Bruce to make me like a 30 samples. I wanted I want a sample with like one milligram difference of chocolate in every every sample until we could figure out which one we wanted the most. And uh, I think it was like three weeks in. I'm calling Bruce for an update, and Sean's like, uh, "We're just gonna come to Jersey City and do this in person with you guys." So Sean shows up with two samples, and he comes up to our office. It was one of those penthouses in Jersey City that you saw in those pictures. And uh, Sean just like just sets me straight so quick. I was cracking <laughs> up. He was like, do you really think um, you know, the NDA is going to protect this formula of chocolate that no one else has ever used? I was like, listen, guys, just tell us what you want it to taste like. and We'll make it taste like that. And we were like, we want it to taste like a Hershey bar. And so obviously the two samples he brought weren't up to par with what we wanted. And uh, I think it was within three days that Bruce had shipped us a new sample. I guess he overnighted it or what do you need to do? And uh, it tasted exactly like a Hershey bar. Mm-hmm. And uh, we placed an order immediately. Yeah. So, I mean, other manufacturers, they wouldn't come to our office and, like, try to set us straight or educate us on, like, how it all works. Mm-hmm. And then no one else could match that chocolate flavor until you guys did. Yeah. Right? And then eventually we had secondaries and tertiary manufacturers, and they had to figure out how to match it, and they kind of got close. But uh, I think that was the part that amazed me the most. Yeah. 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 And so what did you see as a challenge, maybe? MOQs <laughs> and getting the price that I wanted because uh, Sean was so strict at this meeting. Sean was the first person that told me our COGS. No oh. one had told me the actual cost of the protein or why it cost this much. I, I mean, I understood manufacturing, but I didn't really understand the labor that goes into it. Mm-hmm. I think Sean has this joke, like, I can't bottle air for that price when yeah. someone like says, oh, I, I get this multivitamin for $1.50. It's like... Right. I right. don't know if that's a multivitamin. We can't even price. get the bottle for a dollar. Yeah, like, like what? Uh, so he explained it all to me. And I think understanding the challenges of that there's a different, that there's no difference in labor between a thousand jars or 10,000 jars mm-hmm. was uh, was a little like challenging to try to figure out how to handle as a brand, right? Because yeah. at the end of the day, most brands at that point, we were trying to manage cash flow so that we could get marketing dollars up front and get terms so that we could sell the bottle first and then pay the manufacturer later. Right, right, right. Okay. So since digital really is a big portion of your life, um, you know, why don't you talk a little bit about your thoughts on Amazon, um, what it's maybe doing to the marketplace, uh, what what brands or and brick and mortars can do to help benefit them themselves uh, with Amazon, either using it or not using it, and, and talk a little bit about that. So I think Amazon, uh, you know, good old buddy Jeff Bezos over here. Mm-hmm. I think if you're not on Amazon, it's a big problem, right? Because you're missing out on an opportunity that other people are taking advantage of. But being on Amazon doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to succeed just because you're on it, mm-hmm. right? You really need to go through all the different aspects of it figure out how to do your keywords properly, figure out how to do lightning ads, 
figure out that your images need to be optimized, right? You can't just have a render of the bottle. People want to see people using the product, right? They right. want to see reviews. Uh, Amazon's really strict on how they go about getting reviews now, so you can't fake it. I think uh, in 2012, I wrote the first Amazon review for one of my products, and oh man, I was called out so hard for it back then. But uh, I got away with it for like three months, and you can't do that now. Yeah, uh, I went on my dad's account because he had Prime back then, and uh, you know, Narendra Garg was out there giving right, a right, fat right. burner review. I, I just tell everyone that if you want to take advantage of being on the platform, take advantage of every aspect of it. And if you don't know how to do that, attend one of those webinars. They're not hard to find, and you know they'll give you all the information you need. Now, if you're competing against Amazon, uh, that has kind of twofold now, right? I mean, Jeff launched his own brands, you know, Amazon like brands all across Amazon. Mm -hmm. And I mean, to be honest, they're price gouging left and right, right? right? I'm going to go ahead and say it on camera, yep. right? Uh, in fact, you'll see uh, your own listing, and inside of it, before you can even do the add to cart, it's like, hey, check out our brand instead. Right. Like, that takes some cojones, right? Mm -hmm, to just mm -hmm. like go ahead and say, yeah. no, my brand's $10 cheaper, buy the Amazon brand instead. But at the end of the day, you know, in some aspects, you are getting what you pay for, especially with like some of our brands, right? right? I mean, we might charge a couple of bucks more than the Amazon brands, but our quality is there and the taste is there. Yeah. Uh, but if you're off Amazon and trying to compete against, you know, the, the digital world, right? I mean, I tell retail stores to get on Amazon, mm -hmm. sell the products that you're allowed to sell on your own Amazon store because most brands will allow that. Yeah. Right. And if you're not doing mm -hmm. that, I mean, you need to find some way to understand that two-day prime shipping is is a real decisive factor for most people. Yep. I mean, I, I think Sean and I talk about all the time, we only buy stuff off Amazon Prime. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we don't really have the time to run to a grocery store or do anything else. No. So if you're a retailer, you have to you know, really stress on instant gratification, mm -hmm. right? Create content that shows instant gratification, talk about instant gratification, talk about sampling, right? Because you can't sample things on Amazon. No. You can return things from Amazon, right? And yep. sometimes it'll work if it's open, sometimes it won't. But you walk into a retail store, you can try a sample on the spot. I don't think I've ever been to a Total Nutrition or Max Muscle or any one of these stores where they wouldn't let me sample something. Right. And I mean, I think that's their their. That's the value added for, on their part. Yeah, right? it's they where can educate. Winning. Yeah, yeah, they can educate. They can get the the bottle in the consumer's hands instantly, so it's the instant gratification, mm -hmm. and you can taste it right on the spot. Yeah, and more so, Amazon doesn't give you any value add. Right. I know for brands, if they're like, well, you know, on Amazon, I lose 15 to 20 points just by being on Amazon. It's like, cool, well, you know, on your website, add a free shaker, right. add a free T-shirt, mm -hmm. make your margin, you know, on your website because there's value add. And sure, you know, you might not be able to compete with two-day shipping, but your customers, your true loyal customers, mm -hmm. when they have an opportunity to get all that value add, they're going to take it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So I guess, you know, one of my final questions for today would be, you know, as a business owner, I mean, you've been around, right? You've had multiple companies, multiple different areas of business. Um, <clears throat> people who are out there who are trying to build their business and grow. And, you know, I know we talk a lot about females on this on this uh, uh, podcast, but even people in general, like what are some of your tips of how to move forward? What if you're they're stuck somewhere and they just don't know how to take the next step? Or like what what are the is the reality of of be, being your your own person, building your own brands and the challenges behind it? Like if you had to think about like I'm starting my own company or I wanna I wanna go into business for myself, what are some of the tips that you would give to someone to say, hey, this is this is how you focus, this is how you get started, and this is where you go when you're ready for that next step? Yeah, I mean that that uh 
that pedestal that we put that topic of, you know, what's the next mm-hmm. step or how do I evolve to that next level? You know, if you're doing a hundred thousand a year and you want to get to a million, right. And you might, you might hit a, a uh, plateau, mm-hmm. right. You're not getting past a certain point and you're not sure what you need to do different. I tell everyone erase everything in front of you, erase your checklist and write a new one. Yeah. Right. As a graphic designer, I can't tell you how many times mm-hmm. I've had mentors tell me just scrap the design that you have and start over from scratch. It'll always be better the second time. And I mean, I think this goes down to the business plan, looking at, you know, is your overhead too high? Is your overhead not too high? You, you need to look at that from, you know, open and, and almost fresh eyes to understand, you know, where you're standing. So that's a lot of people go find a mentor, right? I think you have a, a great video out in this podcast telling people, you know, how to find a mentor yeah. and how to you know, determine who would be a good mentor or not. And uh, I mean, I was lucky enough to have a couple mentors to give me some guidance in the beginning. <laughs> but the reality is that at some point, I mean, I tell this to a lot of people, right? The most painful part for me was that there was no one to go to at a certain level. Right. right. Once you once you hit five million in sales, ten million in sales, who do you talk to? You know, you can't really talk to your parents. Well, because the pool's a lot smaller yeah. at that point because you know, from what I've witnessed, is there's a lot of people in that small, very very small business, like one to two million. Mm-hmm. Right. Some might get to four or five, and they're they're happy at that level. They've got a nice little business. They get a great paycheck, and they're not looking, they're not looking to be a big massive brand or a big business, no matter what it is. And they they're very comfortable there. But once you cross over that five million dollar mark, and it's like five to fifteen million, it's a whole different world, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then once you cross over fifteen million, it's an even more different world. And, um, you know, I found that people, I, I think a lot of people who are wanting to run their own business, they, they're somewhat entrepreneurial, but they're not, their vision isn't big business. And I don't think they realize the challenges uh, and the decisions and what it really takes to get to be that multi-million dollar oh, business. Great. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is you got to stay consistent, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you actually actually give a shit. Uh, I think we can bleep that later. Because <laughs> the, the facts are, people could see right through it. Right, it's the four letters that you need, right? C-A-R-E. You have, you have to care. You have yeah. to care, mm-hmm. right. And then I, I think the last part of it is just make sure your product is good. Right. Right. I think too many people eventually stop innovating their product or stop adding new uh, items in their product line, mm-hmm. and then they end up dying out because you know, they're, they're not able to compete. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. so... I mean, that's kind of as simple as it is. So Yeah, perfect. So How was it interviewing me today? It was great. Yeah. It was actually really great to, to learn a little bit more and offer our fans, you know, a little bit of a different um, opinion on business. And so I guess before we sign off, is there anything that you want them to know? Do you do any kind of consulting on the side or do, do you want people to reach out to you for questions or just share a little bit if you do, you know, want anything different? Yeah, no, um, I mean, I'm 100% devoted to STC Nutrition right now and okay. this podcast and sure. getting as many people on here. But I think not enough people understand that it's really <clears throat> easy to join us in what we're doing in the podcast, right? Right. Send us a DM, send us a message, send us an email, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. We're, we're all over the place, right? Yeah. So just message us and come on and join us in the conversation because yeah. not enough people are, are talking about this stuff. And right. uh, I mean, the feedback's been amazing. Right. Right. People have been loving the content. People have been, you know, some of them have been asking of how to be a part of it. But then there's so many more people that need to come join us. Yeah. Well, you know, I I would like to end today with saying, you know, even if you don't want to be on our podcast and if you have questions, email Encore 
at sdcnutrition.com or devany at sdcnutrition.com. We would love to hear from everybody, see what their questions about business or entrepreneurialism or even manufacturing or building brands, products, uh, social media, any of those questions um, and send them over to us and we'll gladly do a do a show of, of just answering questions from all of our, of our followers. Yeah, awesome. Perfect. All so, right, take care, guys. All right, take care. Have a great day.